The She Strong Media Podcast is a place created for the Christian by a Christian to equip you with the word of God that will help you navigate through everyday life. My name is BC Courage. I'm your host and my belief is that God loves each and every one of us so dearly and his desire is to see us joyful, healthy and enjoying our everyday life. So I invite you to come alongside with me on this journey as we learn more about God and grow closer to Him. God bless you and let's talk more in the episodes. you're welcome back to another week on the podcast you know i'm so happy right now because i was just totally vibing to that song at the beginning of this episode i mean guys do you hear it it totally like just set the mood for me i was like okay i'm ready to record now okay (laughs) but guys you all have to let me know if you are enjoying this new musical addition to the podcast episodes because i'm just trying it out actually i don't know where the idea came from but last week i was trying to find a perfect tune that could sink into episode 26 and as you all know we always have a tune at the beginning and at the end of every single episode but for some reason god knows why last week i couldn't like find anything nothing was just good to me they were all boring they were just bland tunes and i wouldn't blame them anyway they're just like tunes (laughs) but then um i just stopped in my tracks and i was like i could really just put an actual song to this episode you know something that everyone would enjoy and just like vibe to as they get ready to listen to whatever we have to share and i went through my playlist um i wanted to put something that i've really been enjoying lately so i added no longer bound there and i was so blessed when a few of you reached out you know um checking in with me to find out what's the title of the song you wanted a link to the song so you could add to your playlist it really did bless me and i was like okay maybe this is something we could actually do on the podcast you know put some songs here and there and just like enjoy it as we go so if you want the link to this song or the title of it hit me up on instagram at strong media podcast and i would love to share it with you and if you want to listen to the rest of the track you have to listen to this episode to the end because i'm gonna have it play out when this episode ends okay that's a deal right it's a deal so but i really want to say a very big welcome to all my newbies on here if it is your first time joining the strong community my name is courage i'm your host and i really want you to just imagine me right now giving you virtual hugs like virtual hug here and there (laughs) i really want you to feel like you are part of this family because you are this podcast is created for you so um i really hope that it blesses you and i hope that you just want to become a part of whatever god is doing here from today and um you know i just want to say thank you to you guys because this topic of today came from one of you so um thank you to the mysterious stranger who sponsored today's episode (laughs) 
you know um i'm still actually answering your questions from the last time i put up the poll on instagram for you guys to send in your questions or the topics you want me to talk about on the podcast and this was one of them i kind of just felt it in my spirit that it was the right time for me to actually tackle this and we can look at it from god's point of view and just what the bible has to say about it and maybe a little few examples here and there so i really hope that um uh, we all can just listen to this with an open heart and just really receive what um, I have to say about it. Amen. Uh, but before we get into the details of the topic of today, I really just felt it in my heart to do a little check-in with everyone, you know, everyone who comes on here time and time again, who are part of this community, part of the family. I know it's been a while since I've done this, but I wanted to uh, find out how everyone is doing. Like, guys, how are you? You know, the how are you really? <laughs> um, how is family? How is work? How is school if you're studying? How is, you know, your spiritual, your mental and your physical health doing? You know, I have this very firm belief um, that if you can know how to manage or tackle or get these three things locked down your spiritual your mental and your physical health every other thing is going to fall into place so um if you're someone who's trying to find balance in their life i would really recommend that you take these three things put them down and see what you can do about them and i bet you your life is really going to take another turn so but if you feel like in all these areas i've mentioned you need someone to pray with you or you just want to talk about it um i am on instagram that's where we've been having these conversations and i've just been getting to know some of you um some of you have even prayed for me too so that's amazing i just love that we are connecting um through god's word and everything that we are all experiencing in life so um that's where we've been having the conversations with me there we can pray about it we can talk about it but before we go ahead, I really wanted to pray for two categories of people today and um, just to speak for life into you all. So the first category of people I'm going to pray for are the ones who were like, um, sis, <laughs> as you were talking about uh, mentioning the family, the work, the school, everything, I was just sitting down and I just realized God has been so faithful. So I want to thank God. He's been, you know, uh, blessing me. All of these areas, I've been experiencing peace and joy and grace. And I'm just so happy and contented. So I really want to celebrate with these people. You know, because sometimes I feel like we we cover our eyes with so many challenges. We're looking at the problems. We're always praying about the problems. And even when we get the testimonies, we forget to say thank you to God. So I really always admire and i just love people who are you know so keen to noticing the things that god is doing for them so i really want to thank god for your life i pray that this blessings will continue to pour and pour and overflow may your cup continue to overflow may this peace that you have that surpasses all understanding may it remain may it continue may this joy remain and i just thank god for your life and the second category of people i want to speak for life to are the people who are listening to me and they were like sis <laughs> everything you just talked about like like i i don't know because i don't know what's going on like I'm experiencing some challenges in this area, maybe um, some storms here and there, rocky mountains everywhere. I know, I know what you're talking about because I am experiencing those things too in some areas. So um, I just really want to pray for you right now. And 
I just speak for God's peace into your heart because there's so many times when these things can actually steal away our joy, can take away the happiness of today. So I pray that your joy will remain even in the midst of adversity, even in the midst of challenges. May you always remember God. May you always continue to affirm his word over that situation, over everything you're going through. And I just pray that you will experience a certain kind of peace, even in this challenge you will experience a certain kind of joy in this challenge and i just pray that you will see god's faithfulness because he is a god who has a track record of keeping his word may this whatever you're going through may it just build your faith and i pray victory over that situation in jesus name amen okay guys so i really wanted to do that um it was really in my heart to do it. You know, it's just amazing when people pray for us. You know, we are remembered in prayer. That's amazing. I love it when someone said, I prayed for you today. It really does bless me. And when someone like uh, messages me and asks me, how can I pray for you today? I have this friend. She's so consistent with this. Like we talk all the time and she would just get to a point and she would be like, okay, I've told you my prayer point. How can I pray for you? And sometimes I used to forget to say that. And there was a day I was just like, I'm so thankful for you for always saying this to me. It means so much to me. And she was like, yeah, because I realized because we're new friends, it's been like almost maybe seven or eight months. She was like, I realized you're always praying for me. And I've never heard you tell me, oh, I want, oh, I need prayer or something. She was like, sometimes people who always pray for other people do forget themselves. So she was like, I want to keep reminding you so that you can get into your system and it can also be something that I practice to also pray for the people in my life. So um, if you're listening to me right now, practice praying for other people in your life and also like um, let them in to also pray for you. It's very, very important that we keep each other in prayer. Amen. So um, actually, before we get into the details of what we're talking about today, as you can see by the title, I think it gives it away. Um, I just want to say two things, two disclaimers. The first thing is I am in no way a professional. I am not a psychiatrist. I am just someone who has read the word of God, who has done research, study and has also experienced some of these things. So I really just want you to listen to me from a heart of Oh, um, she's not a doctor, but I can learn one or two things from here. And also, if this topic in any way, you know, triggers you or brings up anything, I really encourage you to stop the episode and then come back to it when you feel like it. And maybe if you just want to listen to hear the angle I'm going to be tackling it from, I encourage you to really spend the next 20 minutes with me, you know, just to get what um, I'm going to be sharing with you all. So we are talking about emotional and psychological trauma today, but mostly we're going to be focusing on how healing from trauma looks like and how accountability has a very big role to play in this. So um, it is quite a broad topic. And I I like tag this part one because we're going to be having a part two with a guest because I just feel like it's a very, very broad topic. It doesn't need just one episode. Um, it can go the long way and it is something that we all need because to be honest, if we are all honest in our hearts right now, in one way or the other, something might have happened to you that might have left an impact in your life that might have affected some future things that have happened to you so far because you're acting from a place of whatever had happened to you before. You know, that response that you're having now to that past event, it's called trauma. 
you know, when you've experienced something that was really devastating and then it really, you know, takes a toll on you and leaves an impact in your life that you cannot shake it off, that you're now responding to the future things in your life from that person who was like um, afraid, who was, um, you know, marginalized or whatever it is. Um, it's because you have been traumatized. So we're going to talk about how, you know, you can heal from that a little bit and how, when you are actually healing from that, what that actually looks like. So you can think about it by yourself and try to notice, notice these things in your life. If that's what is happening with you, then you know, you're actually moving forward to a better place. Amen. So I just wanted to talk about emotional and psychological trauma because it mostly deals with, um, you know, our mental health, like our mind and our hearts and the way we think and the way we behave, you know, because these are things that we, we, we have to exercise every single day in our lives. Um, your mental health is very important because, you know, it affects how you, you communicate with people, how you live your life in general. So I'm going to just start off with giving you all like a very brief definition of what emotional and psychological trauma is. It is the result of an extraordinarily frightening or distressful event that can shatter a person's sense of security or make them feel helpless. And it can lead to challenges in functioning or normally coping afterwards. So like I earlier explained, um, Things might have happened to someone that, you know, the thing was really frightening. It might have made them feel that they cannot do anything. They cannot help the situation. It might have been very stressful for them. These events that took place actually sometimes, depending on the person, because to be honest, we don't all respond to life the same way. Something might be big to another person, to another person it's not. So there's some other person that it's going to make them not to feel safe anymore. It's going to make them always feeling helpless, like they cannot do anything. And sometimes it will disturb them so much that they will not know how to function anymore. They will not know how to cope in any situation anymore. And sometimes you have people who have like memories that are on replay in their minds. Things that people have said to them, words that were not good for them, embarrassing situations. You know, those kind of things, harassments that keep repeating in their mind. So it really like numbs them. And it makes them not to function how a normal person would function afterwards. So I'm just going to give you guys a few causes of emotional and psychological trauma. So we have like unexpected events, like I earlier mentioned, such as maybe we have like accidents, injury, or maybe a violent attack, things that we never planned for. We never saw coming. You don't plan an accident. No one does. You never plan an injury. And even like, uh, natural disasters when there's a tornado that disrupts an entire city a flood that you know takes out people's livelihood and all those things it leaves them with a part of them that is shattered and broken sometimes domestic violence emotional or physical abuse also bullying bullying and childhood neglect like i've seen people who have who are still healing because of um, being bullied back when they were young in school, sometimes not even like physical. Some people are bullied with words and actions and so many things. And uh, maybe someone who lives in a neighborhood that they are continually, their lives are, you know, at stake 
they're being threatened, you know, those kind of things. So these are some causes of um, psychological and emotional trauma. So I want to give you some other causes that are commonly overlooked. People always think they're not important, that the small things are just going to be like, oh, get over it. You know, those things. I always say, if you don't know what to say, don't say anything. To be like, if you don't know what to say, if your friend is grieving, if something is happening to someone in your family, if people are distressed and you don't know what to say, please just sit quiet and just be there. Just be there as, an, as a physical support. Because sometimes we end up saying the wrong things. Pray for that person and just be there for them if they need you. So some commonly overlooked things is maybe somebody who has had surgery and after three years, you're still finding them there, you know, they don't want to go to the hospital. They're afraid of needles. They don't want to see doctors. That's someone who is like traumatized after having surgery. Maybe something went wrong in the surgery. We have the sudden death of a loved one. This one is something that we cannot um, really put like weight on it or like try to think about it too much because some people handle it differently. Like um, some people move on quick. Some don't like some people grieve people that they have lost after five, 10 years. So like um, that also leaves trauma that people don't actually talk about. They don't see it like a big deal. We have severe relationships that a person has a deep emotional investment in. You know that relationship that you have been putting everything, you know, all your eggs in the basket and then one day the basket just breaks and all the eggs are gone. You know, if you've put a lot of emotional investment into any marriage, relationship, friendship, family, whatever ship it is, when it actually breaks, it can leave you with some trauma because then sometimes people move on carrying that baggage and it becomes a problem for the next relationship, the next uh, whatever it is. And sometimes humiliating or seriously disappointing experiences. Sometimes um, if you've been embarrassed in a kind of way that you don't know how to like fathom it, sometimes those things do leave um, a very big hole in your heart. Um you know, uh, I would just give like this very simple example, you know, an employee in the office whose boss is always angry at them, always pointing out their mistakes and shouting at them and embarrassing them. And they are not even happy at all. When that person changes offices, like I've seen this life, life, life things, I've seen it. Um, They can change offices, change companies five, six times. But sometimes they still have nightmares of that previous boss who used to taunt them. They still get, they, they're so afraid when they want to submit their work, their reports and everything because they don't know what's going to happen. Like even if you're in a place where people love your work, they're appreciating your work and all these things, it takes time for you to actually see that, okay, they're appreciating my work because you've been accustomed to something else and you've experienced something really, really bad. So it will take time for you to heal and get to that place where you're like, okay, everything is fine now. So, um, all of these things I've mentioned, there's just one thing I want to let you know here today, right now, um, though we cannot change our past, we cannot undo the things that happened to us. Some of these incidences that have happened, we cannot change them. Um, but there is one thing I want you to let, I want to let you know is that we can heal from them and you have to know that healing is possible because there's one thing I've realized that, um, psychological trauma and uh, emotional trauma does it leaves you feeling very helpless this is one thing that i think is very prominent with this things about our mind and our hearts 
when we have stressful events happen to us and they they start changing our thinking our thoughts our ideas our our identity it leaves us helpless it leaves us feeling like we are not good why do these things happen to me am i you know am i um did i have a very big role to play in this or is it the other person and we don't want to play any blame games here um but there is one thing that i've realized is that when you are at your lowest feeling that helpless especially when it's related to your emotions and your thoughts the devil is there the devil will just be like okay she's down i'm coming like he's just gonna waltz in and there are some things that he's gonna start doing to you the thing he does best he's gonna start lying to you because the truth is that how you think is how you will respond, is how you will act, is how you will behave. Our thoughts are so powerful. They control so many things in our lives. They even control our emotions. If I think too much on negative things, I will normally feel sad. Sadness is an emotion and it came from my mind. So you have to understand that your emotional and your psychological health they have like a connection. They are so linked together. So you have to take care of them. Because if you break those walls down, the devil is going to come in. He's going to start lying to you. He will tell you that you will never get past this emotion. You will never get past this event. It is going to be your identity from today. He's going to tell you God doesn't care about your emotions. He's going to even tell you that God cannot be good. He caused all this confusion and emotional trauma you have experienced. You know, when I think about this, these lies of the devil, I remember how Job in the Bible was suffering and his wife told him, just curse God and die. I mean, that's what the devil is going to be telling. She's going to tell you that, you know, you were abused. You, you experienced this amount of, you know, um, grief. God doesn't love you. He's going to try to lie to you. He's going to try to change your identity. He's going to lie to you that trauma, this thing you have experienced, it is your fault. You caused it and you will forever live with it. You know, I just wanted to show you that because there's some, some people that I'm talking right now, you're thinking that these are the things that I've been hearing in my mind. The devil is telling me I don't need other people because of these things I've experienced. I shouldn't be around people. I shouldn't let people into my life. I should be afraid of people. I shouldn't trust people. You know, he's saying that to you because he knows how much community is important to God. God loves it when we are in community with other saints, when we are growing with other people. That's where there is power. People who can call you out, people who can pray for you, people who can encourage you, all those things are very very important because that's how we are built so the devil will tell you all these things especially when things have happened to you but i'm gonna give you a few scriptures right now that will combat these lies that the devil is telling you because i want to let you know that god thinks otherwise even if some things might have happened to you you might have been bullied you might have gotten into an accident you might have gotten sick and you didn't want to get sick maybe there was a disaster that Something happened and you lost your livelihood, lost your home, maybe even a loved one. Maybe you even uh, lost the relationship, got a divorce. You know, all these things that we don't plan for, all these things that happen to us that leave us feeling like, who am I? Where am I going to? What is from here? I want to let you know that Psalms 91 from verse 4 to 6, the Bible says, he shall cover you with his feathers 
and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. You should not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. God is telling you, I will cover you with my feathers. Nothing that happens to you, nothing, no terror, nothing. I am there. I will always be with you. Even if the devil is telling you that God is not with you, he is with you. He will always be with you. My favorite verse right now is 1 Peter 5 verse 10. It says, But may the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered, he will perfect you. He will establish you. He will strengthen you. And he will settle you. You know, I, I love this part of settle you because trauma is something that leaves us feeling like we don't have stability. We have like, you know, your future is just blurry. Everything around you feels like it's falling apart. You don't know how to pick the pieces up. You know, you're just like broken. You're tired. You're stressed. But the Bible is telling us that after you have suffered, after you have experienced all these things, God will perfect you. He will establish you. He will give you strength. He will hold you. He will hug you. He will make things aligned for you. And he will settle you. I want this to be an encouragement for you today. No matter what you might have gone through, no matter what you might have thought, I will never make it out of here. I will never be okay again. Nothing good is ever going to happen to me because of this thing that happened in my past. God is telling you that he will perfect you. He will set to you, sis. I really want to encourage you. He will set to you because God is close to you. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 says, Come to me, all ye who are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle. I am lowly in heart. And you will find rest from your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So God is your resting place. Find rest in him. Even when Satan is telling you God doesn't care about your emotions. God is telling you I care. Come. Come to me. You who has a heavy heart. Come to me. I will take care of you. I will be with you. I will always be there. And I just want to give you guys this one because... Especially when the devil is telling you God cannot be good. He caused all this confusion. He caused all this emotional trauma. He caused all of this. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 33 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. And even when things happen to you, and you're like, God, why are you letting these things happen to you? He has a reason for it. It is either working something in you or it is working something for you. Just always remember that either he's building something up in you or he's making things align for you outside. And my last scripture for you is Genesis 50 verse 20. It says, you intended harm. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. The savings of many lives. So. I just want to leave you guys with this last one. Sometimes things are going to happen to you. 
and you're like, why is this happening to me? God, no, 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 no. But the Bible is telling us here that what the devil meant to harm you, what he meant for it to kill you, God intended it for it to accomplish a higher and a greater purpose, which is what? To save many lives. Sometimes the things you're experiencing right now ain't for you. It is for someone else. Your testimony is to free someone else. Your testimony is to build someone else up. When you share how God brought you out of something that might have killed someone else, it's going to encourage someone. It's going to call someone to God's throne of grace. So I really want to encourage you right now. Like anything you might have gone through, it was hard. I know it was hard. You know, I've had some situations in my life where I was like, am I ever going to make it out of here? I was like, why am I going through this? Like, this is so, so hard. And at the end of the day, I realized after months of going through this and I come out with a testimony, whenever I share it with someone, it really does bless them. It really does encourage them. And you hear them saying, I'm going through this right now. But what you just said right now has really helped me. And I realized that so many things that I have gone through in my life is for someone else's freedom. It's for another person to receive a word that they will keep going forward. They will keep knowing that, okay, God is working out something for me in the future. So I really want you to know that God is always with you. He is seeing you and he is with you. Never forget that he is always working something in you. So I'm going to just quickly give you guys what healing from trauma looks like. Like when you start healing, when you've been, you know, praying about these things and you are like, okay, Lord, I'm moving forward now. You know, I might have experienced some things that might have caused me not to trust myself, maybe not to trust people. I might have just been afraid to go into the world. Um, I might have been struggling with forgiving people because of what they did. And you know, it's funny how, I know it's always funny to me and I'm going to keep saying it, but people break you and people make you like People are going to break you and you're still going to find out that God is going to give you another set of people that will help you come out of those trenches. So uh, community will always be important, won't it now? Um, so when you're healing from trauma, um, the first thing is you allow yourself to feel your emotions and not run away from them. You know, um, this is one thing that it took me time to learn. Um, but then you have to understand, that, okay, I'm feeling sadness right now. And you talk to God about it. You're like, Lord, this is how I'm feeling. What do I do about it? And you see, he's going to talk to you. Maybe he's going to direct you to a passage in the Bible to read. Or maybe a story that's going to help you. You have to be honest with yourself and with God. And it might take time, depending on your relationship with God. But then baby steps. I always encourage baby steps. The second thing is, you're getting better at expressing and maintaining boundaries. So, so many times... Um, we experience some certain incidents or some certain events that leave us traumatized because we didn't know how to say no. We said yes to everything. We ended up being stressed out. We ended up being tired and you were doing it out of a good place. To be honest, from everything that I have seen and researched about it, people who lack boundaries are usually just loving people. They they just want to see everyone happy and everything. Like it comes from a very good place. But now, like I've told you guys in the boundaries episode, if you haven't listened to that, I really encourage you to go and do it. You set boundaries for yourself and for the people in your life out of a place of love. You're like, I love you so much that I don't want to show up for you when I'm so tired. I love you so much. I love myself too. <laughs> like, and you do it like, 
you talk to God about it too before setting boundaries, before, you know, um, calculating what is good for you and what is not good for you in this season of your life. You have to talk to God first. So when you're healing, you set boundaries and you don't feel guilty about it. And half of the time you might still feel bad because, you know, we're, we're people. We're, we're, we're in the world, guys. We're in the world. <laughs> so the third thing is you are more compassionate for yourself and for the other people involved in your story. Like, um, if there's one thing I've seen about healing and, you know, growing in some certain areas of our lives is how we've been so hard on ourselves. We, we, we give people so much more love than we give ourselves. I don't know where this idea came from, but I think sometimes we should look at how God sees us and we should love ourselves that same way and also love others the same way. The same grace you're giving to other people, give to yourself too. Have empathy for yourself. Know where your limits are. Know what you can do. Know how long you can stay in a place that is draining you. Know how long you can stay in that relationship that is abusing you and hurting you. Pray for wisdom. Pray for knowledge. Be compassionate with yourself and know that you are enough because God has made you enough and because he is enough. So you have to, you know, love yourself enough to love other people. If you don't love yourself enough, you cannot give that to other people. The next one is you are less reactive and you are more responsive. I really love this one because, you know, I know we are all different. There are people who want to think first before they respond. And I feel like I'm sort of that kind of person, especially when things are really like too much. I'd rather think properly before I say something um, so I don't regret anything. I think that's very, very important that we process our thoughts, especially if you know you're going to say something wrong. But then a, a, a healed person or someone who is working towards healing, when things happen to you in the spur of the moment, you don't just react out of, you know, the present situation and everything but you listen before you respond you evaluate things before you proceed forward so that's something to note this is one of my favorite you welcome help and support you know like i always say the she strong media like strong in this in this whatever this podcast is and everything that we are um i want to depict both uh, strength and both weakness because in our weakness god is made strong in our vulnerability we see him show up for us so i want people who say i am strong but not strong in a way that you don't need help from other people you don't allow other people to help you that's that's like it's wrong so strong in the sense that i need help and i can also show up for myself like the bible says like um i think it's in the gospels you can share your burdens with people, but you also have to know how to carry your own burdens. I'm going to have the scripture somewhere. I'm just paraphrasing right now, but I think I'm going to find it and I'm going to add it in the show notes. But like you should have a fine balance between sharing your burdens and also knowing what you can handle by yourself. That is wisdom right there. Because we are supposed to share our brother's burdens. It's in the Bible. Share your brother's burdens. Share with your family what's going on with you. Share with your friends what's going on with you. And also know what you can handle by yourself so you don't become a burden to other people. It's very important. So be open to help and support. Know where to exercise wisdom in your relationships. And trust me, life is good. (laughs) So number six is you realize that healing is not linear. It might not be a straight and comfortable road, but no, I really encourage you to keep going. So um, sometimes we want to rush healing. 
this is something I, I've seen. Like, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and she was like, how long did it take you? I was like, two years and more. Two years and still counting. Sometimes I feel like I'm in square one. Sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, I'm all well and hold. But, you know, we were just having that conversation and everything. So don't, like, put a timeline to what God is doing in your life. Don't um, say, okay, I need just one month. I'm going to be fine. I'm just going to walk through everything. Take your time. Sometimes it's going to be all good. Sometimes you're just going to be wondering, what am I doing? And number seven is you begin to step out of your comfort zone. Healing develops bravery in us. Um, when you are healing, you realize you're doing a lot of stuff that you didn't used to do because you have like, I feel like you find um, yourself more comfortable to be with and you start exploring the things you like. You really start looking into yourself and finding out what do I like to do? What do I like about myself? What are the things that I enjoy doing? And you start stepping out in faith and going for those dreams, meeting new people, doing the things that you wanted to do for God, stepping out in faith that's what you know healing looks like you've become someone of you know great strength and bravery and the last one is you have more inner peace and by inner peace here i'm saying you you are now less likely to self-sabotage yourself so that's something that is so so important because when we've gone through maybe some emotional damage <laughs> some emotional and psychological issues um you get people you know having that negative talk about themselves saying i'm not good enough i'm not trustworthy enough this is something that i really had to work through with my with my uh, caregiver like i was like i don't really think i can trust myself with making the right friends again because i have had like a very very how should i say not very good experience with people or with friends i would say more friends because my family is amazing so i've had like some issues with friends i was like i don't think you know i can trust myself with like saying okay i'm making the right decision by being this person's friend and we had to work through that for a while and just have to trust god more with these things i know i've prayed about them and i'm like okay it's fine now you know and um sometimes to be honest sometimes people come into our lives with certain kind of intentions i had that people walk into my life with like i would be squeezed and you know drained and become tired and all these things so i had to start noticing some of those things and now start praying you need to pray i i cannot say this enough you need to pray for the people that are waltzing into your life with their intentions with whatever it is you need to pray about it and you need to let God lead you and you need to listen to the Holy Spirit when it comes to these areas of your life. So um, I was like, I stopped self-sabotaging and I was like, okay, I'm going to live my life and I'm going to just listen to God. I'm going to go by the leading of the Spirit. And it really does work when you, you're like, God, I trust you with these areas of my life. These are areas where I feel like I need them for you to handle I don't want anything to do with them. And trust me, he's going to handle it. He's going to handle it more than you would have ever done in your entire life. So um, those are some of the things that um, when you are healing from trauma, when you've come out of that place where you're like, okay, um, I've realized this is what has happened to me. I want to move forward. I don't want to let it define my identity. I don't want to let it define my future. I want to make progress with my life. That is what it looks like. But baby steps. I really just want to encourage you right now. If you've experienced some really, really harsh things in your life, um, 
I listen to the Joyce Meyer podcast. I love those ladies, by the way. Um, so there is this lady there called Gia. So Gia went through a divorce. Her husband cheated on her. And after the divorce, her husband married the other lady whom he cheated on her with. And the other lady was her friend. That's a whole long story right there. But then Gia has been going through a whole two years of healing, trusting people again, forgiving, and all these things. Like you can imagine. She has now been traumatized because it's been hard for her to now start connecting with people. You don't know what they're going to do to you and all of these things. But she has been moving on a journey with God and she's doing so much better. And I just wanted to explain this thing to you because I wanted to let you know that healing will take time. When you've experienced some things that your mind cannot even fathom, give yourself time to process all of them. And if there's one thing I want to leave with you today is that accountability has a very big part to play with emotional and psychological trauma. Um, I don't really want to downplay anybody's experience. Some, some people might have really experienced some really, really harsh abuse, maybe sexually or verbally or uh, however it might have been. Um, I don't want to say yours is big. Uh, another person's own is small. Like I said, we all respond to life differently. Um, I'm just going to talk about a little basic, maybe for someone who is like experiencing a little bit of bullying here and there, maybe um, um, some family issues, some work issues, boss issues, friendship issues, and you and your partner, maybe in a marriage or in a dating stage or courting stage or whatever it is, you know, these basic relationship issues. I realized that... Um, accountability is very very important because sometimes some of the things that are happening to us we have a hand in it like we have a very big hand in it um you are either allowing people to treat you in a certain kind of way so you have a part to play in that because you can decide today and say i'm gonna put my foot down you're not gonna treat me like this again i'm someone who god loves who god values I think if we love ourselves enough as much as God loves us, if, or if we just see ourselves how God sees us, we would value ourselves. And we would teach others how to value us too. Because sometimes some people don't really know the germ that you are. And we cannot blame them because if there's one thing I've realized in life is that um, not everybody is your person. <laughs> not everybody is your person. Not everybody is meant to do life with you. Just because you see them, just because you smile with them, doesn't mean they're going to go the long way. So you have to understand that, oh, me and this person, like, we don't vibe like that. And we are not going to go far. Like, you would just know. And that is okay, too. And for the other person, like, it's okay for you guys to know that, uh, or for you to like someone or to have space for someone in your heart. And then that person doesn't. Because, like, I read this quote, like, just today, while we are cutting this episode, I read this quote, and um, the guy was like, we should normalize being okay when someone doesn't want to be a part of our lives. And it's the same thing as, um, um, I had, I had had someone say, uh, people walk around telling me, oh, I, I go to places and people are like, oh, I want to be your friend, son. I want to be your friend and this and that and that. Um, and she was like, did you ask me if I want to be your friend too? Like, I think it should be a mutual thing. Uh, you might want to be my friend, but I don't want to be my, be your friend. You might want to be a part of my life, but I don't want you, you know, I don't want to come into your life like that. So I think we should always find, uh, find the mutual, um, connection to the things we're trying to get. You should find out if they want you to, 
not even they you know we like things that don't like us it's so funny but then um i realized that accountability is so important so accountability here is in that you sit down with yourself and you like um you you take time to understand your patterns what what you are also bringing to the table what are you doing to to cause these things to happen to you um i'm not talking about maybe the natural things like injuries um accidents and whatnot i mean like the very very simple things so it will be good because the bible says something in the gospels you can read all of this in first corinthians 8 1 it says true accountability leads to wise living which is a combination of knowledge of which is a combination of the knowledge of god through his word and the experience of living um everything that that the word of god says out in your life so the bible says that when you are truly accountable to yourself and to others you will live a very very wise life and this is so important because if i can find out what i am doing that is causing um things to keep repeating that is causing things to go on the way they're going I will be able to fix the problem because if there's one thing I know is that what you don't repair, you will repeat. So if you don't repair that that brokenness inside of you or that thing that um, has been bothering you, it's going to keep repeating. It's going to be a cycle. Like we, we misunderstand cycles sometimes. It's going to keep following you on and on and on. So sit down with yourself and be like, what am I doing here? You know, for me, I had a very big boundary issue. I didn't know how to set boundaries and um I would say sometimes I cannot really blame myself cuz you know I didn't really know that much and you know so so many things I really didn't have enough knowledge on that so when I started having the knowledge on th- on that it was quite a little bit late cuz I was a little bit already on the edge of so many things so I was like okay I'm going to start putting my foot down here and there and here and there so I started setting healthy boundaries so it took a lot of strength it took a lot of time for me to get to that place where I was like, Lord, please help me with this. I feel like this is what is happening in my life. Let me know what should I do. That's when I started stumbling on so much information and I started getting help. Until I got to the part when I got to know that it's because you don't have boundaries. It's because you let these things happen. It's because this and that and that. So I had a very big part to play in all my stress, all my tiredness, all my frustrations, I had a very big part to play in it. So until you get to that part where you are so honest with yourself, you know that you have something to do with it, then you can fix it and then you can live a happy life. To be honest, like I'm so happy now. <laughs> like I'm really, really happy now because I've gotten to a place where I have understood my patterns and it's so, so important for me to know how to apply it in my life for people to respect my time, respect my own values and know how to value me in the spaces that we are all in so yeah um i really just want you to think about it if maybe you have some hitches here and there's some really really small things but like i said um there are some things that have happened to people emotionally and psychologically that are really really big i really encourage you to see a counselor if you think you need to you should do that um see a counselor um talk to a leader talk to a pastor pray with someone and just like find help i think you know, it is it is strength for you to admit that I need help and I'm going to get it. That is like very, very powerful. It means that you can do anything in life. So I really encourage you today to take up your bed. And if you need help in these areas, find it, get it, um, seek help, go to the church, whatever you need to do, get it. And be around a community that will really 
um invest in you in a healthy way and pray for you and show up for you in a healthy way same as you do them so um I don't know if I really covered this a uh, topic as much as I wanted to for this first part, but let's see how part two looks like. Um, if you have any questions on this, if this topic has raised anything, you want us to talk about it, you want us to deep dive into it. I am on Instagram at She Strong Media Podcast. Let us talk about it. Let us pray about it. Um, like I said, our minds and our emotions and our thoughts—they are so so important. Take care of this: your spiritual, your physical, and your mental health. These are golden. God bless you all, and we'll talk again next week. Bye.